that's something I wish I could probably go back to my younger self and like learn a little bit earlier is this lesson of like man all of these different people with all of these different life experiences and from these different generational perspectives have a lot potentially to teach me Welcome to Real FM Rewind, the side where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Zoe. What's up? Welcome back to Real FM Rewind B-Side. My name is Kara, hanging out with Anson and Zoe in the studio today. How are you guys? Good. 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 Yeah. Glad to be back here again, podcasting and talking about all of our pre-show. We were discussing all of the (laughs) slang that we're not keeping up with, (laughs) or at least that I'm not keeping up with. And so I'm currently feeling very old. So we're going to move on from that quickly. We're coming back to it. We're coming we'll back. circle around. And on pause. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about On Repeat. It's my turn this week. And my On Repeat is Ebb and Flow by Matthew Parker and Xander Sellers. I'll go with the ebb and the flow whenever I'm feeling alone. I love this song so much. It is such a good little bop. And it's a good bop for days when you're like, I have just about had enough yep. <laughs> of this. What's funny is, Zoe, I think you're the one that made, like, caught my attention with the song ah, with your TikTok video yeah. about, like, when you get some bad news but you're trying to, like, like <laughs> press through and you're yes. like... Right. When you okay, know that God's okay. got you, right? Because right. it's that funny place you're in when yeah. life is tough, but you know it's going to work <laughs> out because God's there and it's that's kind of what the song is about. That is. And I really love it because it's like this really, like, you just bop your head to it, like, Every time I hear it, I can't help but move my head. I know. But it's got that message of like, you know, you're going to make it through. It's it's ebb and flow, you know. We're going to get there. It's good. And uh, yeah, Matthew Parker actually talks about this song. He said, when I got together with Xander to write the song, he said something like, I want to write a song that's about our relationship with God, not always being 100 percent. So we're not always perfect. Sometimes we feel closer to God, sometimes not so much like the ebb and flow of the tide. So this song Mm. saying, hey, it's okay not to be perfect. It's okay that we're living and learning, failing and growing. God has grace. He loves us. Everything's yeah. going to be okay. Yeah. Even when we fall short, uh, just don't give up hope and go with the ebb and the flow. So both from the perspective of like a relationship with God, but honestly, as I've been listening to it lately, it's been a lot more about circumstances, the ebb and flow yeah. of life yeah. because I've been kind of stuck in a season of this. Is this thing ever going to end with, mm. with some health stuff going on? It's been an encouragement. Like yeah. while I turn it on and just kind of go, okay, and repeat the chorus over and over. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Don't have it together. I'll go with the ebb and the flow. <laughs> don't worry we'll get there it's not the end and i think that's that's the message that i keep coming back to like okay it's not the end sometimes you just gotta sing along with a little <laughs> pop song and be like it's gonna be okay yeah. <laughs> you it will be fine kind of reminds me of the like concept of like in engineering like when they're building a skyscraper or a bridge or something like mm-hmm. it can't be too brittle right it kind of mm. has to be able to like move with the wind yeah. and because like, if something's like really brittle it's more likely to break to when break. forces are applied to it. Ooh. And I feel like that's something I've been learning kind of just in my life that kind of goes along with the song. Yeah. This concept of like going with the flow of mm. like s- life has seasons, right? You're yes. going to have peaks. You're going to have valleys. Mm. All of that stuff's going to happen to you. And you kind of have to learn to, to, to bend a little bit and yeah. adapt to those circumstances. Because if you're really, really brittle, the forces of those like mm. impacts of those changes mm-hmm. are going to hit you a lot harder. Harder, yeah. yeah. That's a really good. So I think image. It's, an, it's an important life skill to learn 
is to, to kind of learn how to be flexible and kind of mm-hmm. bend with the wind as it comes at you. Yes. And this song kind of reinforces that idea to me. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Even another metaphor to uh-huh. continue on the train. <laughs> my husband was telling me about this crazy story about how a guy, he was in his like trailer home RV kind of situation and there was a tornado. Oh and he got knocked unconscious and the thing was lifted up into the air, flew around. He's oh unconscious for all of it. He's thrown around in the cabin and then it landed somewhere. And the guy only had like a couple scratches, like a couple wow. bruises, a couple scratches. Nothing was broken. Wow. And That's it's absolutely crazy. incredible. But the point of it was that he was unconscious, so he couldn't brace for any of the impacts. Ooh. And if he had tightened and was aware and was like, you know, tensing for everything, he could have like died and like broken tons of bones and stuff. Wow. And so it was kind of the idea of like, we have to like kind of, you know, be flexible, kind of yeah. relax. Yeah. And so, yeah. Continuing. They talk about yeah. that with like uh, car accidents and yeah, stuff too. Exactly. Like if you know wow. that a car is about up. to hit yeah. you, you get really tense, and then that's what usually causes oh my goodness like injuries. How crazy is yeah. that? Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Go limp like a fish. Yep. Play dead <laughs> like a possum. This is what we've learned. This is what we've learned. <laughs> From the Play sun. dead. It's just when trouble comes at you, collapse on the floor. Evan flow. Go limp. It'll be fine. <laughs> Everything will work out. That's right. It's uh, the Incredibles. Be flexible. Yeah. Life, life advice <laughs> from right. the. <laughs> Relifting crew. Yep. We interrupt this program to bring you a pause. All right, it's time for On Pause, and I've decided to throw a complete curveball at us this week and completely <laughs> change directions on what I was going to talk about based on a conversation we were having before we turned the mics on, because this is just too fun. So I have to provide a little bit of context for why I'm thinking about this. Yeah. I work from home a couple days a week because during the summer, my kids aren't in school, mm-hmm. and we need to find a way to kind of not let them destroy the house yeah, you know and, mm-hmm. like kill themselves <laughs> yeah and the mm-hmm. stuff that kids adult do when they're alone yeah a little bit of adult supervision <laughs> and so i'm hanging out at home yesterday i'm working and i had my headphones on but i'm starting to hear something kind of like through the headphones like it was that loud <laughs> i was like what in the world is that it's like this high-pitched something and i take the headphones off and there's this song playing of a cat meowing like it's, it's like an auto-tuned cat oh my <laughs> meowing and i listen for a few moments and i realize oh this is a pop song this is enemy by imagine dragons oh my god but in like cat form yes <laughs> and i was like huh that's kind of amusing and i put my headphones back on and then like 10 minutes later it oh. was still going oh and i was starting to like go a little crazy yeah just a little bit and i take the head i'm like yeah no they're still listening to this and i go in there i'm like what is going on and they're like oh we just turned this this music video on and it's this it's called bongo cat oh my god okay and this is a thing i didn't know existed but bongo cat is like a youtube channel or a series of videos i'm not sure that basically creates covers of pop songs songs. but in like cat form yeah Gosh. Also, this was the one-hour version. No, where it just plays on loop for one hour. Okay, that's just ridiculous. So it's just going on and on and on. <laughs> and it's one of those things that's like kind of cute, like for the first like three minutes. Yeah, you're yeah, like, oh, exactly. That's cute, and then like yeah. fifteen minutes in, you're kind of like, okay, okay, now I'm going to hurt someone. Um, <laughs> Please make this it stop. Doesn't stop. Right? Yeah. it yeah. just kind of was a reminder to me how little I know. <laughs> about the culture that my kids are currently like steeped in Uh, like i always knew this would day would come (laughs) the day where as a parent like i would be out of touch with my children you know Uh and what they're up to and what interests them 
but I, I had hope. You know, <laughs> it wouldn't like, be now. Things would be different for me. Like I I'm going to be a cool dad. Right. I know like all the other parents for like pretty much, I'm sure all of human history have been yeah. like out of touch with their children and yeah. what they were interested in. But I was like, no, like I'm still young and cool. And, <laughs> cool dad. Like I, I know about the stuff and the things and <laughs> I listen to the music and the, yeah, you know, I use the words, That's no right. cap and like, <laughs> but then we were talking just a few minutes ago and I was realizing like, nope, life comes at you fast because Kara and I, we're, we're millennials. Right. We're, you we're break elder, down the whole generation thing. And that's true. We're even on like the old kind of side it's of sad. millennials. Yeah. Right. And then we've got uh, Zoe here. Hello. Gen Z. Yeah. Right. Yes. Young and, and that's I'm an older Gen Z though. Like, yeah. Kara but, and I obviously still remember even just a few years ago when like everyone was talking about millennials as like the young, the young yeah. generation that everybody hated. Yeah. Right. And now like Gen Z has taken up the mantle. Yeah. We will be the ones you hate now. The young generation that everybody hates. That's right. But then now we're already like some people are already starting to talk about Generation the Alpha, alpha yeah. which is the group behind Gen it's Z, so yep. weird. which everyone always disagrees on, you know, when the cutoffs are for yeah, all of these. Yeah. They're not exact, obviously. But this thing I pulled up says Generation Alpha is like roughly 2010 to mm, current. Okay. So yeah. basically born in the 2010s, let's call okay. it. Okay. Would be Gen Alpha. Gosh, that's crazy. That means the oldest Gen Alpha would be 13. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. They're not little, little. Gosh, yeah. they're getting bigger. So my daughter yeah. is 11. Yeah. And that's her, she's yeah. right in the middle oh, of this. Oh, man. And like they're already creating their, their own, own culture. culture. Yeah. And I have no idea what it is. So and yeah. I'm in big trouble. Oh, terrifying. Same. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I'm curious how. Yeah. This makes you feel. What is your experience? <laughs> been? I mean, Kara was uh-huh. just talking at the beginning, like about feeling old. But even you, like mm. Zoe, like you are not old. No, like, I'm, Thank I'm not you. really sure how anyone could say that. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm sure maybe some Gen Alpha kid might try. Yeah, my my brother, yes, has yeah. told okay. me I'm old. Yeah. yeah. So he's, how, how does how does yeah. this work for you? <laughs> yeah. Like, with your relationship with your brother? Yeah. So he's 13. Okay. So he, oh, man. he'd be like right on the edge. Yeah, of this. he's on yeah. that edge. Alpha. And oh my Z. I was hanging out with them one time, and we were messing around, and I was kind of joking because he had done a cannonball in the pool or something. And I was like, you okay, fam? Or something like that. And he he popped out of the water and was like, ew, you can't say that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) What do you mean? And I was using other words and he was just like, ew, gross, you're too old to use those words. And And I'm like, like, no. I am the age of speaking these words. Like, what are you talking about? People your age use these words. My husband, who's more chronically online than I am, picks up (laughs) these words and he starts using them with his friends and I pick it up like Riz. I was mentioning in the the (laughs) pre-conversation, explaining Riz. Yes, we had to uh, help Kara. I'm a fan of the Riz word. I think it's so fun. But but, I don't know. It's interesting how my youngest sibling is like, you're old. And I'm like, I am not. There's a 10 year age gap between me as the firstborn and then Sam as the lastborn. There's mm-hmm. 10 years and then there's other kids in between. But to give a range here, 10 year <laughs> gap. So the way that I was raised in the early 2000s is completely different than yeah. how my youngest sibling has Dangerous. been growing up. So like I grew up going outside all the time oh. and like I hate to sound like that you know, that grumpy old person that's like, why aren't your kids outside playing? But like, I see my brother on his computer every time I visit my family's house. I'm like, he's on his computer every single time. time. But it is really interesting seeing 
the different ways people are growing up and how that's going to affect our culture, because we're going to get to a point, all of us here are going to get old and be <laughs> taken care of by the that's Gen true. Alpha and younger. Uh, right. Yeah. So yeah. that's terrifying. <laughs> it is kind of, yeah. it's just, yeah, it's kind of fascinating to me how, like, like I said, you have this thing happening in one direction where like, okay, the generations that are older than me are out of touch and they're cringe or they're, right. you know, whatever, whatever word yeah. is in vogue for that generation to use to describe yeah. how annoyed and put off they right. are by the older, by the older generation. And then you have the thing happening in the opposite direction mm-hmm. yes. where the older generation looks at the younger one and goes like, they yeah. don't make any sense. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yes. that's literally like I found an article that's literally already happening yeah. with like Gen Z and Gen Alpha. There's wow. this um, new YouTube channel that's called Skibbity Toilet, which I have literally <laughs> never heard of. Oh, my god! But it's a series about like oh. singing and dancing toilet like creatures that want to take over the world. Oh, Ew. my goodness. And, like apparently Gen Z is like, I don't understand these memes yeah. and then the all alpha? of a sudden the light bulb is going off and their heads going wait, wait i just minute. said the phrase i don't understand these memes yeah yeah which is what the millennials have been saying about gen z for the last 10 years <laughs> yeah exactly oh, no. oh my goodness it's, it's happening, happening right? it's happening to it's me happening. it makes me feel for the older generation because it's like yeah it's a discombobulating mm. feeling when you start to feel that yeah towards you, the younger, you start to relate like, a little bit more to the generation yeah. ahead of you because you're like yeah. oh, oh this is what they've been feeling like <laughs> yeah. and then maybe i was a little too harsh on maybe them. i was a little hard on yeah. them and the things that i think are cool are no longer cool but yeah. like oh well i mean that's okay but yeah. at some point it's at some point just, you just kind of have to own like I'm not I'm gonna not be cool. that. Like that's mm-hmm. not me. Yeah, and that's okay. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I do think one thing that probably does come as you get older, like in the millennials have probably have kind of gotten into this life stage now, where uh-huh. like you start to have a little bit more of an appreciation for what the generations ahead of you yes. went through because you're experiencing it yourself. Mm-hmm. You gain a little more life experience and wisdom, yeah. and then I think you start to appreciate generational differences more as yes. well. Right. That's and true. Like, that's something I wish I could probably go back to my younger self and like learn a little bit Mm -hmm. earlier is Mm -hmm. this lesson of like, man, all of these different people with all of these different life experiences and from these different generational Mm. perspectives have a lot potentially to teach me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay if they don't get my memes or my catchphrases or those things. And it's okay that I have some of those things that they're fun and that I enjoy them. Like, yeah, yeah, that's part of culture and that's a good Uh part of culture. But also I think sometimes, especially with the advent of the internet and like kind of popularizing mm-hmm. some of these like generational differences. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing we miss out on the benefit of the, intergenerational yeah. relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, there, and I don't want to like throw any one generation <laughs> under the bus. Cause I think we've all mm-hmm. been guilty of this at one point or another. Yeah. And there's also been moments I think where each generation has like come to realize this, right. Yes. Of like, yes. Oh my gosh, I really love sports. Spending time with my grandparents. Or yeah, yeah. I really love like this perspective from boomers or Gen Xers or mm-hmm. whatever. And I really think there is a lot for us to learn from one another. I agree. And mm-hmm. we miss out on that when we kind of silo ourselves off yeah. with only our yeah. own generation. You there's know? Yeah. there's a TV show that I feel like demonstrates this really well right now in a in a positive way. Only murders in the building. Oh, yeah, it's a really cute show. I mean, I say cute. It's got a lot of language. But besides that, so it's Steve Martin, Martin Short, who are both like in their 70s, I would yeah. say, yeah. Probably, probably. And then Selena Gomez. 
I, would she be a millennial technically? I think I she's know. a millennial. I think she's, she's a young millennial, right? Yeah. I think sure. so. I think she's a young millennial. And or so, she's a Gen Z and she's a little older than me because I grew up yeah. seeing her on the Disney Channel. So. Okay. So one or the other, yeah. but she's a youngin and she <laughs> she and the other two, they're the main characters in the story and they form this like solid friendship. Aww. And it's the sweetest, cutest thing. And I love how they develop that Aww. and they, they lean into the, the funny and the discomfort yeah. of like the generational gap. But also they lean into the value of like mm. what these groups have to offer each other mm-hmm. and they become really good friends. And that's one of my favorite parts of the show is that intergenerational mm. friendship. Yeah. And the times where I have been kind of exposed more to intergenerational relationships mm-hmm. have been really rewarding. Yeah. Like that, that's a real important like value, for example, at the church that I go to. Mm. And so they put a real emphasis on like being part of small mm. groups and Sunday school classes, not siloed by mm. life yeah. stage. And that's not to say that like a small group that is is organized by life stages bad. No, that's great, too. Like if you're with a bunch of young couples who just got married, for example, sure. yeah. you can talk to them and work through common issues together. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Yeah. Groups of uh, parents can commiserate over how raising their young <laughs> yeah. children. Yeah. That is all well and good. But I think there's also a ton of value in sitting in a Sunday school class or going to a small group with uh, people who are from every different life mm-hmm. stage. I mean, the one that I was a part of most recently, we have like single women in their 80s oh, wow. all the way to like college students That's to cool. married couples of pretty much every age with kids in every life stage. Mm-hmm. And there are so many interesting stories that you hear from all these different mm-hmm. people of things you haven't experienced yet or things that you've mm-hmm. been through yourself or you can. I really enjoy asking questions of the parents with teenagers mm-hmm. about things that are on the horizon in my That's life true. for raising yeah. my kids, you know. Or That's true. Then I hear this story about what our town was like Ooh. 60 years ago oh, from wow. this 80 year old woman who's been here since, you mm. know, forever. That's and cool. it's just, yeah, it's really, really rich. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that would, I, sometimes it's hard to find, you yeah. know, it's like, how do mm-hmm. how do I make connections yeah. or build relationships with people that aren't in my life stage? Cause it's mm-hmm. not always natural and those yeah. opportunities mm-hmm. aren't always easy to come across, but yeah. I would just really encourage you, like, if you can, if you can find those things, yeah. I think they're really, really healthy. Mm-hmm. And it probably builds up a, a healthier attitude for us yep. about other generations, yeah. right? Because I think so. when we just see the like online stereotypes of everyone and we break right. everything down into like, yeah, Gen Zers are this way and millennials mm-hmm. are this way and boomers, boomers are, are this way. <laughs> yeah. Like, it yes. just, I think that has a natural tendency over time to reinforce like negative biases more than positive mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. yeah. But when we actually, talk to people and mm. sit in the same room with them and mm-hmm. spend time with them, we realize like, oh, there's a lot more to these people or this group of people yeah. than just mm-hmm. these stereotypes yeah. that we come up with online. Yeah. Fast forward. All right. So I've got fast forward and I don't think this should surprise anyone, but I'm very excited for my husband to be home. Oh, yes. He's on his way. I think as we we're recording this episode, <laughs> driving back <laughs> to our lovely home. And so as soon as I get home from work, I'm going to get to give him a big hug. Uh, he's been gone for over a week. Wow. Uh, so this is the first time since we've been married. We've been married for just almost a year. First time we've been separated this Aww. long. Okay, yeah. And it makes me feel like I'm such a whiny baby because <laughs> we were long distance before yeah. where I wouldn't see him for months. Oh. And I was fine. <laughs> and yeah. now here I am. I'm like, oh, can't wait for him to be home. You're having flashbacks you got, to yeah. like that period right. of your life. Like a little long bit. Distance. And seeing like how our relationship has changed and how much closer mm. and how much I'm more connected to him now. Mm. And so yeah. there's more of like a 
I, I'm without my other half. Like, yeah. I'm not the yeah. same. Yeah. And so Aww. I'm looking forward to him being home again. And I'm probably going to talk his ear off. And so, <laughs> but I kind of wanted to throw a question to you guys, because you're obviously more established in your marriages. But mm. how do you feel about like when your partner leaves, when you're in this stage of marriage? Is it like, OK, hi, bye. See ya. You know, I'll see you <laughs> in a week. Or do you still Aww. feel like you miss them? Or like, what is that kind of like? Oh, yeah. interesting really question. Good question. Hmm. Well, you on the spot. <laughs> so we've been married almost it'll be five years in november and to be honest we don't have very many times where we are apart for that long usually when it happens it's just like maybe a long weekend Mm -hmm. you know or i went to a conference in nashville one time and so honestly it doesn't happen very often i am an introvert and so (laughs) this is gonna sound terrible but like usually it's one of those when when we do spend time apart it's usually good for both of us because I'll be getting some alone time. And a lot of times he'll be going off maybe like on a trip with friends, getting extrovert time, which Mm. he needs. And so usually it's really good. And I'm like, I'm Mm -hmm. so happy you're getting what you need. Mm. I'm getting a little bit of space to recharge and be a better person for our, our unit (laughs) when you come back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So usually that's the feeling I'm having. And that's usually the circumstances it's happening in. Or like when I went on a trip for work, you know, I was like, this is, this is good. I'll just be, you know, a few days and it'll be refreshing. It it almost is good for us because it reminds us, you know, and we'll obviously text and call, but it'll remind us like, oh yeah, it is good to like, I do miss you and it's good (laughs) to come back and see you. And sometimes you, you get just in the dailiness of life and Mm -hmm. routines and just doing stuff. You can kind of forget. And then you, you're apart and you're like, yeah, I'm excited to see you again and be with you and spend time. Not that you weren't excited when you were with them. That sounds bad, but no, I get it. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So that's kind of my experience. Yeah. I do think time in your relationship and life stage probably affects how you feel about this a lot. Yes. Mm -hmm. My wife and I have been married for 16 years now. Mm -hmm. Um, been together for getting closer to 20. Wow. And so it's been a long time. So we do have probably this more often like Mm Dree this summer has had two separate events where she's been Mm -hmm. gone for a week at a time. That's right. And it's, it's, it's part of life yeah. uh, for us. Like, mm-hmm. and so we've kind of grown like to adjust to that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I have noticed, and I think a lot of this probably just comes down to personality and individual relationships too. Like everybody's mm-hmm. different. That's true. Every relationship is different. When my wife and I, one of us is gone on a trip or something, a lot of other couples every night, they're like, you know, FaceTiming, calling, catching up. And we just, we don't, don't. really like <laughs> yeah. we text each other and we're like sometimes sometimes we do call each other or chat but w- w- i don't know like we we seem to be pretty chill about that um, <laughs> and maybe that's just who we are or maybe it's the length of our relationship or some combination of both mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not really sure but like all those things Kara said are true like we're really excited to see each other yeah. when we get back yeah i th- i think we have a very like comfortable like kind of understanding mm-hmm. of we have sometimes our own interests or our own friends or our things yeah, that we do yeah. apart yeah and then we have the stuff that we do together And I think we have a really healthy balance of both of those things. Mm -hmm. And so I think that largely has served us well that like when we do have to be apart, it's not like a crippling thing for us, Mm -hmm. but it's also not like a, oh, we don't, we actually like not being together. It's not that at all. (laughs) Agreed. So I do think there's a healthy balance there that over time, I think we've kind of been able to find what that is for us, Mm -hmm. but I imagine it's probably a little different for every couple. Yeah. I do think, I like the way you put that, like the comfortability of it, I think the longer you're together the more you kind of start to almost carry someone with you even when you go somewhere so you have this sense of even when you're apart it doesn't feel like 
oh my gosh like it's I just, security that's I think. what it and is security that's and trust like yeah. not that you don't have security or trust <laughs> in your relationship uh, not trying to say yeah, that at no. all yeah, yeah, yeah. but i do think like just the longer you're together yes yeah. that level of trust and security gets deeper and deeper and deeper that. and deeper yeah. to the point where now it's like we could be apart for a week and not even yeah. speak to each other and Would like be... i have supreme trust i don't need to check up on her or check mm, like yeah. as soon as we get back together like everything's going to be exactly mm-hmm. as it was yeah you know so it's just yeah there's a there's a just a very like high level of trust and security in that mm-hmm. relationship the time that, apart yeah. is is no big thing you know mm-hmm. like yeah. that's a good way to put it yeah. but that takes time yeah, yeah i was just develop. gonna say really that does. that there's such value in mm-hmm. a long-term committed relationship yeah. and like having that time like you've had yeah. almost 20 years and yeah. you've been there for longer than mm-hmm. me so it's like it's good it's something uh i kind of wish our culture would value a little bit more mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. deep commitment and that length of time so mm-hmm. yeah that's very good to know and yeah. you know we'll see where i'm at in five plus years how, just, how we're going <laughs> it's great because like it only gets better yeah like, that's a good way know, to look that at is it something like i feel like our culture tells us that when you're in a marriage for years and years, you get bored. Yep. Yeah. Like, but I've found from what I've heard and talked with people is if you do marriage right, I guess, <laughs> like it gets better with it time. Really it's does. supposed to get so. better as That's you pour good. into each other. And so, I don't know, I just want to shout that message yeah. out. Yeah. It's like, Be it gets better. Right? <laughs> encourage the commitment and the time together. And it's definitely not easy. No relationship is easy, but it's also mm. so beautiful at the same yeah. time. All right, everyone. Hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind.